Hey there, buddy. You, uh, ditching or something? Oh, come on. Don't give me that glare. You're the one standing behind the schoolyard looking all suspicious. As for me, I'm just looking for strangers to befriend, you know? Hey, you know what? I think what will go perfect with that weed you're smoking is a story. This story will make you trip like never before. I guarantee it. Actually, now that I think about it, maybe I should have been high when I first heard this story. It would have made for a better experience, honestly. Well, let's get started then. Shall we? Aiden was a troublesome child when it came to schooling. Ever since he was little, he never liked school. All of his teachers would pass on horror stories about how unbearable he was in class. It got to the point where his parents had to homeschool him since the school could no longer stand the complaints from the teachers and other parents. Aiden began homeschool when he was in fifth grade. And when the time came for him to start high school, Aiden didn't want to go back. And he wouldn't go back without a fight. He would argue with his parents and lock himself up in his room. And when that didn't change his parents' mind, he would throw temper tantrums and trash the house, breaking things all over the place. His parents, having enough of his attitude, finally told him either he goes back to regular schooling or he goes to adult school every Saturday because they were way too busy to keep schooling him at home. So he agreed to go to adult school. Unfortunately for Aiden, there was no bus that would take him to the adult school in town. And his parents worked very early in the morning. So the only way for him to go to school on time was for his father to send him before he went to work. Which was at 4.30 in the morning. On his first day of school, his dad drove him to the front of the school. It was almost pitch black and nobody was there yet. Aiden's father asked him if he still had the cell phone that they had bought for him. Aiden checked his pockets and found it. His father told him to put in his backpack so that he wouldn't be tempted to use it in class. So Aiden did. Then his father told him, since it's still dark out, stay close to the entrance where the cameras are and try your best to stay safe. Anyone could be out there this early in the morning. So call me if anything happens. And take this. As he then handed Aiden a small pocket knife. He continued saying, Don't ever tell anyone you have that, okay? And only use it when your life is in danger, got it? Aiden just groaned and said, don't worry, Dad. Nobody wants to commit crime this early in the morning. As he got out of the car, he took a long look at the exterior of the school. It looked almost like an old business building that was converted to a school. With cement pillars along the sides of the building and windows all along the first and second floors. 
He looked back at his dad as he told him, Good luck and stay safe. He drove off, leaving Aiden alone in front of the school. Aiden didn't know what else to do until the school opened, so he just walked up to the front doors of the school and peeked inside. When he looked, he could barely see anything. The only thing he could make out in the dark was what looked like a portrait of a man in a black suit with his arms crossed. Then Aiden heard something. He turned around and didn't see anything. But he could have swore he heard what sounded like somebody dropped a heavy bag behind him. He decided to ignore it and sat down on the small cement block under the lamppost. Aiden sat there listening to music on his phone. He was scrolling through some apps on his phone when from the corner of his eyes, he saw a figure walk past him and open the entrance of the school. Aiden looked up and didn't see anybody, but the lights were on inside the lobby. So he thought to himself, maybe one of the staff just walked past him and opened the door. He decided to go and try the double doors to see if they would open. When he walked in on the doors, he peeked inside. It didn't seem like anyone was there, but he could feel like something was off. Oh well, he thought. It was too chilly outside. So it was better for him to go inside and wait in the lobby. Aiden put his hands on one of the doors and pulled on it. The door opened with ease, so he walked right in. He sat down on the benches next to the front office window and took out his phone, continuing what he was doing with the apps he had up. But then he heard it again, the loud smack of a heavy bag falling on the ground. He looked up and through the windows of the double door, he could see a dark figure laying on the ground. He got up and moved in closer to see what it was, when suddenly, a shadowy hand rose up from the figure and slapped itself down on the ground. Then, another hand came out and fell flat on the ground in front of it. The figure started to grasp at the ground and slowly, Aiden could see it was a person. The person was trying to crawl away from the entrance of the school. Aiden didn't know what to do, so he figured he would go help the person just in case. He walked over to the doors and pushed it open, but the door wouldn't budge. He pushed again. The door was somehow locked. Aiden looked around the lobby to see if anyone could open it, but there was no one around. Then he looked back outside and saw the figure still crawling away. He yelled out from inside to the person. Hey, are you okay? If you're not, don't worry. I'll find help for you. Suddenly, the doors clicked and Aiden jumped back. He was a bit frightened and confused. So he slowly stuck out his hand and pushed the door open. The doors were open now. 
So Aiden opened it all the way and went outside. When he got close to the person, he bent down to help the person up, saying along the way, Don't worry, okay? I'll help you inside so you can get warm while we wait for help. But as he bent down and grabbed the person, the person looked up at Aiden. Aiden couldn't make out any facial features because of the shadow still covering the person, but he could tell it was a teenage boy. The boy looked up at Aiden and then looked past Aiden towards the double doors. After the person looked at the double doors, he grabbed Aiden by the arm and screamed out, No! Aiden got up and started running back inside as the figure kept yelling behind him. No! Stop! Don't go back! No! Stop! Don't go back! When Aiden got back inside, he closed the doors quickly behind him. He then ran to the window of the office and started pounding on it. As he screamed out, Help! Help! Somebody help! But there was no answer. Then he noticed the screaming stopped. So he turned back slowly to look through the windows of the double door. And when he saw the front of the school, the person was gone. Then the window of the front desk opened. It startled Aiden since he was already on high alert. He jumped around quickly and saw the person standing behind the window. It was a man in a black suit. He was standing there looking at Aiden like he was some type of authority figure. And as he looked at Aiden, Aiden told him urgently, Hey mister, you gotta help. There's someone outside. He seems really hurt, but maybe you can go check on him. The man looked at Aiden sternly and told him, But I don't see anyone outside. Aiden looked back outside and didn't see anyone also. He looked back at the man and told him, Look, I think the guy was trying to crawl away or something, but he looked like he was hurt badly. Please, could you just go check on him? The man looked away from Aiden and sighed. Then he came out of the office. He walked over to the front doors and opened them. He stuck his head outside and looked around. As he did so, he told Aiden, No one is out there, young man. Are you trying to pull one on me? Aiden started to get defensive and told him, No man, I seriously saw somebody out there. Maybe if you could get your lazy ass out there and look around, you might actually see the person. After saying that, the man turned around and gave Aiden the grimmest look Aiden had ever seen in his life. It was a look that made Aiden's blood run cold. Then it clicked. Aiden remembered where he saw the man before. He was the man from the portrait. Aiden turned his head to the wall where he had first seen the portrait. But there was nothing there. He looked back at the man, but the man was gone also. Aiden stood there for a couple of seconds as his adrenaline was kicking in. Without hesitation, he ran straight to the front doors and slammed into them. But the doors were locked. He tried to tug on them both, 
but they wouldn't open. He turned around and saw the man in black walking fast behind him with a club in his hand. The man came up behind Aiden and hit him in the head. Aiden blacked out instantly. When Aiden came to, he saw that he was sitting on a desk inside of a classroom. He looked around himself. Everything was still dark. But at the front of the classroom, he could make out something written on the whiteboard. It read, Detention and Repentance? Aiden hurriedly scrambled to his feet. He picked up his bag and took out his phone. He tried to call his dad, but all he could hear was static. Suddenly, the phone battery died. Aiden threw it to the ground and started looking around the classroom for a way out. The classroom was almost pitch black and he could only make out some stuff coming from the lamppost outside. At the far corner of the room, he noticed a door and immediately ran towards it. The moment he got close and was about to open it, he looked through the small glass window in the middle of the door and saw the face of the man in black staring back at him. Aiden fell back in terror as the man kept looking at him with wide eyes. Then the man slowly opened the door as Aiden ran back towards the window. When the man walked into the room, Aiden could see him holding a rope in his hand. And the rope was tied in a noose. He yelled at the man. What the hell's wrong with you, man? What do you want? The man, still walking closer to Aiden, told him. Undisciplined children must repent or they will become a nuisance to society. You must repent, Aiden. You must repent, Aiden. You must repent. Aiden didn't know what to do anymore, so he looked down over the window and saw that he was on the second story. He then grabbed his backpack and threw it at the window, shattering it. Then he quickly jumped out of the window. But he suddenly felt something wrap around his neck as he then started to get hanged off the side of the building. Aiden looked up and he could see the man in black smiling with a smile that stretched far too wide and teeth that were too sharp to be human. Suddenly, Aiden could feel himself being pulled up by the rope around his neck and he could tell the man was reeling him back into the classroom. So, with no other option, he went into his pocket and grabbed out the pocket knife his dad gave him. And he managed to cut the rope just as the man was reaching out to grab him. Aiden fell flat on the ground and knocked out. When he came to, he could see the lights on in the lobby. Everything was a bit blurry as he then saw a blurry figure come out of the building yelling something. But he couldn't understand because his head was still spinning. The figure then tried to grab Aiden, but as it came closer to Aiden, he could finally make out its face. It was... himself. Aiden grabbed his other self by the arm and looked past him. And when he did, 
he saw standing at the entrance of the school the man in the black suit, and he was holding a noose in one hand. Aiden looked back at himself and screamed out, No! As his other self then became scared and ran back towards the lobby, towards the man in black. Aiden kept screaming, No! Don't go! Don't go back! No! Stop! Don't go back! At that moment, somebody grabbed Aiden by his shoulder. As Aiden turned his head to look back at the person, it was a police officer. The officer told Aiden, It's alright, son. You're fine now. But Aiden kept telling him, In the school! There's a bad man in the school! Please, help me! You have to go inside and help me, please! The police officer then looked at Aiden with a confused expression as he then called for an ambulance. Aiden had to stay in the hospital for a couple of days because of his fall from a second story window. When the police came back to question him, they told him that his story didn't make any sense because they found no evidence of anyone else being inside the school except Aiden. And quite frankly, they didn't even know how he got inside in the first place, since everything was locked down tight. Even the classroom that Aiden was in was locked from the inside and could only be opened by a key. The only reason why they were alerted in the first place was because Aiden had triggered the silent alarm when he shattered the glass window. Aiden just shut down after hearing that. And since he wasn't saying anything more to the police, they just concluded that maybe Aiden was strung out on something or delusional and scaled the building. They thought maybe he jimmied the lock of the window, then broke that same window when he freaked out about something. There were no charges pressed on Aiden, and he was just sentenced to mandatory therapy. A month later, Aiden told his parents that he would go to public school if they wanted and that he would be fine with it as long as he didn't have to go back to adult school again. Aiden kept up with his grades in school. He was trying his best to avoid going back to adult school. And eventually, he built up the courage a few years later to finally look into the history of the adult school building. It was in his own school library when he searched up the history of the school and found the man in the black suit. His name was Stanley Wilkins. He was a teacher at the school when it first opened in 1923. He was known in the community to be a very religious man and believed school was where children can be shaped into adults who could better society. It was reported that his room was on the second floor and would later on be known as the suicide room. Because two years after the school opened, a student committed suicide by hanging themselves out of his classroom window. In the coming years, three more kids would commit suicide by hanging themselves outside of that exact same window. 
The parents of the students blamed Mr. Wilkins because of his harsh teaching tactics for the kid's suicide, and he was eventually terminated from the school. But two weeks after his termination, the staff who was opening the school that day came to see that Mr. Wilkins had hung himself from his own classroom window. Slowly, Aiden came to realize something. He didn't know how he was able to go into the school when it was locked. He didn't even understand why he saw a doppelganger of himself after he had fallen down. But he knew two things for certain though. Those children didn't commit suicide. And Mr. Wilkins might still be waiting for Aiden to come back one day. Oh man, you should see the look on your face. You look stone cold sober right now. Oh, is that the bill for your next class? Well then, I guess it's about time for me to leave also. I don't want my missus to discipline me too hard, you know what I mean? No, seriously though, see he takes it way too far with that cricket bat. I mean, my butt's still sore from the last beating. Oh, too much info. By the way, stranger, why didn't you hand your buddy there some of your good stuff? He looked like he was thirsting for some the whole time. With his mouth agape like that and all. Wait, he's not with you? Oh. Well then... You might want to head back to class. And just act like he's not walking behind you constantly, okay? Seriously, whatever you do, do not acknowledge him. Or else he's going to want something from you that you can't pay up. You got it? Good. Well now, good luck with you and your non-existent buddy. And see you next time. Strange.